from the creators of Relevant Magazine, this is The Relevant Podcast. Friday, March 22nd, 2019, and it's The Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here with me in our Orlando studios on the ones and twos, our illustrious engineer, my brother, Chandler Strang. Hello. You still get the longest intro. I know. On the Skype line from uh, Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. On the Skype line from Nashville, Tennessee, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, everybody. And joining us for the show today from Orange County, California, Bianca Oltoff. Welcome. Good morning. Holding it down for the West Coast, friends. There you go. Well, we have a great show in store for you today. Coming up later, uh, Highlands Worship joins us. They have a brand new album that just came out, and it's great. And we're going to bring that to you later in the show, and they join us. But before we get into everything, I want to tell you that today's show is brought to you by World Vision and their upcoming initiative, the Global 6K for Water. World Vision's Global 6K for Water is a one-day event where people from all over the world walk and run 6K in their own neighborhoods to bring lasting clean water to children in need. Every step you take is one they won't have to. Now, why 6K and not 5? 6K is the average distance women and kids in the developing world walk for clean water. And when you walk or run World Vision's Global 6K for Water, you provide life-changing clean water to one person in need through your registration fee. So no matter where you walk or run, you'll be celebrating life's changed. How cool is that? The event takes place on May 4th, and our whole team at Relevant is running it here in Orlando. Now, there's two things you can do. If you want to actually come and physically run it as part of Team Relevant, you can come to Orlando and join us. Go to worldvision6k.org slash relevant. For the rest of you, you Crushed. can get a group together <laughs> in anywhere you are in the world. You can get a group together where it's just you and a friend going through your neighborhood or your church group or campus group. Go to worldvision6k.org and it has all the information on how to sign up and, and run this uh, with your friends. Uh, join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it's for a great cause. And in fact, later on the show today, Brian Duss, our buddy from World Vision, joins us. Um, he's the one that took me and Jesse to Somaliland. Uh, yeah. in this last year and he's uh, in the studio with us uh, talking about it so it'll be a lot of fun okay now to the big news of the day Annie F. Downs is not here she is on a mental vacation isn't that what she's calling it or is yeah. it spiritual so, I, don't know. I call it I call it a hard staycation because a soft staycation you're still kind of getting what, stuff done that's this it. is a hard staycation she has yeah. unplugged from society and from life we think she's just sitting in a room staring at a wall we don't know <laughs> we have mental vacation her. sounds kind of like they, they like got institutionalized but you want to be polite about it like you can't say she went nuts so she she's taking a mental vacation yeah. <laughs> yeah so sitting in for the whole show today is Bianca we are very excited to have you and I thought it'd be good here at the beginning of the show to let uh, the relevant audience get to know you a little better so uh, Jesse and Tyler and I figured we would pepper you with some questions all right first, bring it on. first things first you are in California and we're looking at you on Skype you're sitting on the floor of your bedroom yes i am okay. i'm very professional <laughs> it's very early there she's she is more energetic than any of us it is like yeah. the beginning of the morning and she Hands has like down all yeah. these green it- shots behind her she's got she's got all the stuff ready to go 
I'm I'm dragging already, and she's how, putting us to shame. Bianca, how many plants have you juiced this morning alone? Because I guarantee you, it's more than I ever have in my whole life. <laughs> okay, so my morning juice was like uh, juiced in our juicer, but then I have these shots that I buy. Um, and to make sure that we're clarifying this, they are ginger shots and turmeric shots. That I to the drink, okay. so. We don't judge. Okay, I'm have very to, California to... right now. Do not judge me, West Coast, okay, or East Coast. Well, East Coast. <laughs> if we would have said shots, it would have been a totally different thing. Everybody would have so so bianca i have you know obviously we cover a lot of pop culture i always feel like one of the best ways to get to know people is to do a a quick list of your favorites favorite movie favorite book and favorite tv show well hold on but while she's thinking of those answers i will tell everybody her official bio Oh, yeah. So yeah, Bianca, yeah, Bianca yeah, Altam, yeah. we got you a little runway here. I was ready, yeah. Jesse. I was ready. Okay. Bianca Altam <laughs> is a speaker. She's the founder of the nonprofit In the Name of Love and the author of Play with Fire, Discovering Fierce Faith, Unquenchable Passion, and a Life-Giving God, as well as the upcoming book, How to Have Your Life Not Suck. I need to read that one. Becoming today who you want to be tomorrow. We're very excited that she's joining us for the show today. So there you go. Thank okay. you. Thank now, you. And a new addition to that is my husband and I just launched a church out in uh, Orange County, California. So I'm officially a church planner now too. So add that to the oh, resume. Hey, you, you may be, you may officially be the busiest person alive right now. But well, that's we'll why she's got all these time plans. For relevant, okay. Come on. <laughs> I, this is like the, I'm not even kidding you. When I was talking to Jesse earlier, I was like, this is a dream. Like I listened to you guys and now I actually oh. feel like we're totally best friends. I mean, you guys are in my bedroom right now. So <laughs> we can totally make that <laughs> inappropriate. Wow. Wow. I'm fired already. Okay. Well, deep favorite movie. The, deep into the favorite movie yeah. Shawshank Redemption hands down really? give me oh, some Andy Dufresne all day every day um, yeah. favorite book actually I'm gonna go old school favorite book is Velveteen Rabbit it was a book that I read with my parents yes. and um, it just had such like sacred memories for me and favorite TV show okay so I want to be like deep and profound but like I'll just keep it real I am a sucker for Bravo and so um, like oh, yeah. trashy reality yeah. TV my standards are so low <laughs> But one of the shows that um, I like with my husband is uh, Chicago PD. It's kind of become like our date night tradition. We go out and we come back and we're like, hey, do you want to do some Chicago PD? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I love I, when you said Bravo. You know you're speaking Cameron's love language. Yeah, I was just say let's get real. Let's talk Vanderpump Rules. I mean, okay. come on, let's just, I let's mean, just get into level, it. Next level. Next level. Okay, now uh, this will this will determine if you are like a real Bravo fan. Patty oh. Stegner. I say just those two words. Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't. Oh, you're not oh, a real Bravo fan. She's the millionaire matchmaker. And so my goal is to be like the thousandaire matchmaker for Christians. Because there's okay. not a lot of millionaire Christians. <laughs> I have watched Millionaire Matchmaker. I have watched that too. I I'm just didn't know her name. The, I know the concept. Okay, yeah. but see, you guys aren't hardcore. Because if you were hardcore, then you would know Patty Stegner is the millionaire matchmaker herself. So that's so like my goal. Was, I want to ma- match was, people together like as a yenta. I found out I was half so percent Jew this year. And so I've been going on telling everyone like I'm Jewish. I'm very excited about that. So this is all my dreams come true right now. That's that's this is good. I like it. Okay. I'm, so, I'm evolving. I'm evolving your bio right now. Bianca Oltoff is a speaker, church planner, aspiring matchmaker, founder of the nonprofit in the name. Of, okay. 
I got it. And Mexican, because that is an important note. When you say Oltoff, people are like, is he German? No, I'm not the German. I'm Mexican, but I married a good German. So <laughs> Okay, hold on. Mexican. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to be a matchmaker, but I, you know, income level wouldn't be important to me. Like I'll match any two people, but I would go, I would intentionally try to do the worst, most awkward matches ever. And I would just sit back. Like you two have nothing in common and you might have animosity towards each other because of your backstories. Let's put them in a room. That's a watchable show. Sure. Yeah. One could be a millionaire. I don't care. I don't care about income level. That's would you go important. for like visual disparity as well? Cause I have a friend who's five foot and her okay. husband is six, eight short. Okay, that's, that's, that's a weird match. Yeah, it's a weird yeah. match, right? So you would but go I for think, like, all so the, the rules of engagement change. So I think I'm a little less concerned if she's five foot because I'm like throw some heels on that girl and make it work, you know. But the bigger yeah. thing is, it's like when you're dating someone, the two requirements that every woman should have is, well, everyone that's like. Mm, somewhat religious or on the Christian side and wanting to have shared values with someone. Do they love Jesus and do they have a job? Like those are basic. Yeah. That's foundational. And if we don't have okay, those. But here's a question. What if the guy's like, my job is loving Jesus. And he's just like this cool Jesus hippie. Does that count? Like every well, kid if it makes, college. I mean, if it makes you feel any better. My husband was a missions pastor, which is kind of the same thing. Broke and loves Jesus. <laughs> he professionally loves Jesus. Yeah. Okay. I, I have a question. I have a question for you. Okay, okay. What's your? I was in Orlando last week and uh, and went out. Cameras there for that. When we hit we hit the karaoke scene. No, we we did a little bit of karaoke. Yeah. What's your what What's your go to karaoke number? Really want it when you want to light the place up. Okay, I'm trying to get you guys on my good side. This is like revealing all of my trash right now. Bravo TV, <laughs> reality TV. Um, There's no bad answers here. I mean, it's karaoke, so they're kind of all bad answers. Give me oh. some old school Destiny Child bootylicious, and I'm yeah. all, all right. over there the place. Yeah. Replete with dancing. That's, friends. That's, like, uh, yeah. All right, Bianca, if you could legally, <laughs> legally own any exotic pet. That you want it. <laughs> there's no stipulation. If I could pick any animal. Would I would just pick my dog. He, um, I mean, I have like, I refer to him as my third child. You know, I have two stepkids and then he's like my third child. So out of any pet in the entire world, I would pick my overweight dachshund to be my exotic animal. I'm sorry. The correct answer was dolphin. So <laughs> I I'm fired. <laughs> my last time on the show. <laughs> not, not the right. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. What is your favorite place in the world to visit? Oh man. Uh, no, I would say Barcelona. Barcelona is one of my okay. favorite cities. Yeah. Why now? Why I, the like the architecture there is crazy. Like the modern architecture combined with the history and stuff. What is it that you love about it? So um, I'm an art history. Uh, my background's within art history. So I loved um, Spanish art, specifically the what was going on in Barcelona. I love Gaudi. So yes, architecture is huge. But I still love the fashion and the food. My husband's a sommelier, so they have a great wine area, wine, wine region out there. And so I. I, I go there and it feels like time stands still. I think the Spanish out of all Europeans really do the layout of the day well. Um, they still incorporate a siesta, but it doesn't feel lazy. It's not like go take a nap more than it's, hey, just be. And when I'm there, I just feel like wow. you really soak up the 24 hours of the day. And um, they have a beach, they have a downtown, they have great shopping, they have great food, they have great people. They're very like passionate and affectionate. And I'll guess my background. So like I get it and um, I have such a good time there. You're an art history buff, huh? Uh, I, I used to be. I actually wanted to open up an uh, art gallery downtown, downtown LA. 
And so that's why I went to graduate school. And it was in graduate school that I volunteered at my church and got suckered into loving the next generation. <laughs> and it all went downhill after that. You you could have been you could have been like had a reality show about being this, you know, art dealer in Beverly Hills, but you went church planning. You know, that's yeah. you know, they're both exciting. I'm not criticizing. I could have been wearing like Black turtlenecks and like fancy long cigarettes <laughs> art, and, and art dealing matchmaker. I'd watch that. Yeah, yeah. Like I have a title for it: Art of the Match, and oh. it's it's in the gallery. Done. Yeah, Done. brilliant. I know. Done. Done. It's not too. La- it's not too late for to add one more thing to the recipe. There you oh, go. Oh, no, I got it. Okay, she's a speaker, church planner, aspiring yeah. matchmaker, Mexican, art history buff, founder of the nonprofit. Okay, <laughs> I got it. I keep adding. I now we're, yeah. we're rounding out the bio. The bio. You need to change your Amazon. Wait, so bio. it should now be the time that I don't tell you that in the name of love resources inmates. So we are passionate about going into prisons across the United States. In fact, next week we are heading to Texas to do to host three conferences, two for women, one for men, um, where we uh, they most of them have never experienced any sort of conference ever. And so we want to bring in the real conference experience. Um, I mean, it has wow. the excellence of, I would say, the content excellence of like Catalyst without, you know, people shooting out of cannons or any of that stuff. But we do bring in pipe and drape, live music. We have centerpieces. We bring in food. You should see how they get turned up for Chick-fil-A. Oh, my gosh. You would think it was like rack of lamb and, you know, like prime rib. <laughs> and this is actually in the prison. In the prison. We go into the prison pods and we totally decorate it like uh, when we did it for the women, the women walked in and they were like slack jawed and slack jawed. And then. Five minutes later, they're crying. They're like, we've never experienced anything like this. Like, why are you doing this? And um, I think it's less of, I mean, I'm a a preacher's kid. I'm a preacher's wife. And now I'm a preacher. Uh, But it's less of that and more of like equipping them with tools. And so I reached out to a couple of my friends to donate books. So um, Beth Moore donated Breaking Free Curriculum. Christine Kane donated Unashamed. Sadie Robertson donated Fearless. She's actually going to be coming with me to the prison. um, And we're going to be teaching three sessions, giving them food, live worship, giveaways, presents. And you know what? Okay, so you guys might not get this, but for women of color, the texture of our hair is different. And the shampoos and conditioners, most of the time it's just like body gel that doubles as shampoo and conditioner. And it just wreaks havoc on hair. And it's not about vanity. It's just about like you already feel totally ugly in there. You have no makeup. You're in the matching outfit with everyone else. It's, I mean, it's prison scrubs for crying out loud. And we get to bring in travel size shampoos and conditioners for um, all types of hair. And the women just feel so loved. And so that's one thing that I'm super excited about. And one thing we've been uh, passionate about fighting for in the last two and a half years. So we have done uh, 12 outreaches so far, reaching well over 1,500 inmates. And yeah, yeah. It's not going to stop. I, I, that is incredible, first of all. Yeah. Second of all, I think it's amazing that they let you go into the prison with the resource called Breaking Free. Right? That's, that's <laughs> Chick-fil-A and Breaking Free. Books that's about Breaking true. Free. That's what you're bringing in there. <laughs> Bianca, the more, we, the more we talk with you this morning, the more I feel like I've accomplished nothing. In my <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Like, you have, you're an expert in art history. You're going into prisons. You're writing books. You, you know, you somehow have time to watch Chicago PD. I haven't done none of these things. <laughs> you, both, you can both shame Cameron with his lack of Bravo knowledge as a fake as a fake Bravo fan. 
call him out <laughs> and you can shame all of us with just the sheer amount of, with with just like are do you feel like you're a very on per do you feel like you're like that you're you're on a, you're going at 100 all I'm day a long? 7 on Enneagram I'm a 7 8 so it's just like I'm say yes My wife's to everything a seven, eight. Okay yeah. so we're already friends I'm a you 7 8 too a 7 with eight yes. Oh, that's yes, crazy. Cameron. See, that's why we get each other. Vanderpump Rules. That's crazy. Okay, wait. Favorite and worst character on Va- Vanderpump Rules. Like, that's really going to determine if we could be friends. Mm. Oh, boy. I mean, a favorite? I mean, okay, you, okay, tell, you, me tell, me you tell me yours. You tell me yours. Okay, I, I, I feel, okay, I love Lala. I feel like she can't do any wrong. Okay, Lala but here's the deal. She's changed. The last, like, the, I don't know. The last, I don't know, six or seven episodes... I'm just seeing a side of her that I don't like as much as I used to. I used to like she's her. In and pain. She's, t- she's lost her father. She's on that she's breakup. Like it's, it's she's a lot. Pain. She's in pain. Okay. My least favorite character at the moment, it was Jax, but I feel like he's kind of like coming around. He's trying to, uh, he, yeah, he's trying to turn And I've read some stuff yeah. on like very deep, trashy magazines that he's going to church. So like, okay, awesome. Kudos to you. Uh, um, so I think I would say James Kennedy is like my least favorite at the moment. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree. He's uh, there's just not a whole lot to root for there. No, you know? no. <laughs> bless, bless it all. All right, okay, all right. Sorry, we we could we we could take the Vanderpump yeah, I discussion. Think, I think you guys could do a whole Vanderpump podcast, like yeah. a recapping. Yeah. You oh, know. we can. Yes, <laughs> yeah. fashion choices. The Vanderpump. Yeah, <laughs> Vanderpump. You are the so Vanderpod. good at this, Jesse. You should be in brand. This is good. This is good. You should do this professionally. This is good. At Art of the match, Vanderpump. I mean, you're on a roll, oh brother. Gosh, I, be, really you would be surprised how many pointless skills that don't translate to anything beneficial in life that I. I have like I don't have any of the good ones. I just have pointless ones that I would subscribe no to the Vanderpod. I would, yeah, that's a great name. All right, well, we are excited that you're joining us. It's uh, going to be a lot of fun. So uh, coming up next, we'll take a break here. Come up, coming up next. Stay tuned. It'll be the hot list and the results of the jingle. Listening to Vampire Weekend, the song is Sunflower, featuring Steve Lacey of the internet. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Jai Wolf. The song was Lose My Mind, featuring Mr. Gabriel. All right, this is a big moment in show history. It is very rare that we change or or evolve a segment. Like Slices has been with us for 14 years now, since 2005, right? Um, Listener of the week or editorial question of the week. I mean, that jingle has has been with us for over a decade, editorial question of the week. Um, the Hot List is a new segment. It's the newest addition to the relevant podcast uh, repertoire. And we went to you guys to, to help us determine the jingle, the branding. If you listen to last Friday's show... We played five weeks of jingle options that Chandler has created for the hot list. You guys went online and voted in droves. Um, it was a tight race, too. This is what's crazy. Yeah. It was super, super tight. It, it, but but we, we gave the stipulation that these are not. Uh, this was not a legally binding vote. Like We have veto power, and we <laughs> yeah. have Bianca on the show, too. And I'm interested to get her opinion on this. Get out. I would, too. Yeah, her vote okay. will carry. So I think it would be fair weight. for people who maybe missed last week's shows to play the five jingle options for the hot list. Great. Let Bianca hear them. Get her feedback, and then I will tell you who you which one you voted for. Okay, so option number one. The Hot List. 
the hot list. All right, option number two. It's the hot list. The hot list. <laughs> that one won me over. That one that won one, me over. That one makes me very uncomfortable. That right, makes, me, very makes uncomfortable. me uncomfortable. Option number three. <laughs> option num- option oh, number option number four. Hmm. And option number five. <laughs> All right. Bianca, of those five jingle options. <laughs> this is very tough, guys. What's is, your favorite? They're all winners in their own way. Uh, yeah. I would say between one and four. That's my guess at the, the listener's vote. Okay. One and four were the two lowest vote getters. Oh, oh my word. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that Bravo watching. I, See, I just, I, I need, I, I need to like stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> number, number four was the smallest, smallest number of votes. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> number four was the, uh, that was kind of like the 1970s PBS yeah, talk wait, show. Yeah, one, right? It's jazzy. My, my fear sure. is that number two won and it found, sounded very cheesy and like kind of like 1970s <laughs> inappropriate. gigolo. Yeah. 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 Very inappropriate. I, I shot for, for Yacht for Rock. Our so that was, uh, <laughs> that all right. Was he he was shot for Yacht Rock and he somehow hit 70s, uh, well, there's boudoir. like se- 70s. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. I will tell you the two top. So far and away. So, so I will say that, uh, uh, the lowest was number four. Uh, the second lowest was number one. The third lowest was Jesse's at number three. The oh, two top vote getters oh. coming in, the, the popular vote coming in at uh, number two is number five. And the top vote getter, <laughs> number two. This can't happen. This can't happen. We're not, not going to subject people to this every week. This is a good indication of everyone listening to this podcast. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we yeah, we can't. Too many babies will be made. We can't. We can't play that every week. I, I think people were just trying to rig it to make us play it. And uh, yeah. I think the yeah. true, the true winner is actually number five. Play it again for us. Yeah. It's there you go. It's, that's that's literally go. just in case it. you missed it. Just saying, it's the hot list. <laughs> don't instead. don't don't spoil it for everyone, Chandler. <laughs> I want to apologize to the people. I know you count on us to recognize your votes. No, this is the electoral college. This. No, this is the electoral college. We heard your votes, we and then the we voted, vote. and our votes matter more than your votes. <laughs> I'm a man, I'm we a man are the, the electoral college. I'm a man of the proletarian camera. Kids, yeah. I empower the people. You're a populist. I'll, I'll put right, I got you. Editing software yeah. that'll allow you to put in whatever jingle you want to. A free, a free app. <laughs> like a free that plug-in. Show. Yeah. Free plug-in the other Corona. one sounds more appropriate for something like the Vanderpod, to be quite honest. <laughs> yes, exactly, Jesse. Well played. Well played. Yeah. There you go. Okay, well, uh, for this week's hot list, coming in at number five, this week, DMX delivered a passionate prayer at Kanye West's latest Sunday service. The rapper, whose real name is Earl Simmons, was a special guest at the weekly gathering, which includes uh, special gospel-themed music led by Kanye and a choir. DMX opened the service praying for favor on himself and fellow Christians. Here's a clip. Your favor surrounds me as a shield, and the first thing that people come in contact with is my favor shield. Thank you that I have favor with you and man today. All day long, people go out of their way to bless and to help me. I have favor with everyone that I deal with today. Doors that were once closed are now open for me. I receive preferential treatment. I have special privileges. I am God's favored child. 
No good thing will he withhold from me. Because of God's favor, my enemies cannot triumph over me. I have supernatural increase and promotion. I declare restoration of everything the devil has stolen from me. I have honor in the midst of my adversaries and an increase of access, especially in real estate and expansion of territory. Because I am God, I experience great victories, supernatural turnarounds, miraculous breakthroughs in the midst of faith and possibilities. I receive recognition, prominence, and honor. Petitions are granted to me, even by ungodly authorities. Policies, rules, regulations, and laws are changed and reversed on my behalf. I win battles and I don't even have to fight. Someone needs to put a DMX beat to that. I was just saying, saying, that's, that's, right. that's crazy. And uh, I love you know, how, like, the, the, the deeper into the prayer he got, the more DMX he got. Right. Like, yeah. You know, like he, he started off, started off as beginning. a prayer, and then it got like, okay, this is DMX up here. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the, the devil You know, it's like that gritty. It's yeah. You know what? DMX was a major uh, moment for me uh, in publishing relevant, and uh, in 2003 is when we started our print mag, and I think the second issue, right, um, was right when DMX very publicly proclaimed, "I got saved." You know, uh, you know, I found the Lord and it was really like he was very bold about it, talking about his newfound faith. Right. And so in the magazine, I remember it's our second issue and it was like, whoa, intersection of faith and culture. This is like prime time for us. And so we did a big thing in the front matter, right? The beginning of the magazine about DMX becoming a Christian. Right. And then like a year later, he gets arrested for drugs and then like he kind of walk back the faith thing and then like like it kind of went a skewy a few years later and then now he's kind of back in the fall you know but like it, right. it just made me remember or maybe learn very early on like okay we need to kind of hold all of our coverage of christians and culture at kind of arm's length you know what i mean we yeah, can't be like he's one people. of us now yeah so no, it, it was very, look at him out there dmx I, was a teaching moment for me so <laughs> I, I i posted that clip uh, on monday morning in like yeah. our all staff like you know thread that we talked yeah. to each other and i said this is the prayer that we need to open up the week with because <laughs> like he needs to pray at our next staff meeting because i'm jet i'm ready to run through a wall for the lord right, i'm already double blessed you know i'm yeah. walking in all of god's favor anybody else feel like dmx <laughs> It's kind of like Bianca. He's got one speed. He's always on. He's always, he's always, there's no. There's, there's just... That's because I'm praying that prayer. That's why. Yeah. yeah I was well, going to say. I mean, yeah, I can, I can, I all my territories. Open up every door that the enemy has closed. <laughs> that's a, that sounds pretty good. No, that I feel like if I was like if I were in a church, Bianca, this is not you. You were in a church. I feel like just bring DMX in only for the benediction. Only for right? people are about to walk out the door. Yes. He goes in and prays. Everyone's just going to be like, Yes, Jesus. They're going to brave heart out into the streets. They're going to yes. go, kill somebody. <laughs> uh, coming in hot list number four this week Bear Grylls is back in the news he has a new show on Netflix that will be a choose your own adventure style survival series this is crazy you remember when Black Mirror did their special episode Bandersnatch the show is going to be called You versus Wild and it's going to be interactive just like that it's going to allow viewers to actually choose which extreme survival techniques Bear will use in different insane wilderness situations so uh, Bear said he's excited to give quote viewers an all-access pass to explore the world and its landscapes in my boots. The stakes are high in this one. 
Um, in addition to being a famed survival expert, Bear is also an outspoken Christian, although we have to hold that at arm's length because DMX taught us. <laughs> Never know. Back in 2010, he explained to Relevant what his relationship with God meant to him. He said, what does it mean? It's about being strengthened. It's about having a backbone run through you from the person who made you. It's about being able to climb the biggest mountains in the world with the person who made them. He's, uh, I don't know. Did you know that he's a, he's a big advocate and leader in the Alpha uh, discipleship movement coming out of yeah. London? Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I don't get yeah. how this works. I didn't, I never saw Bandersnatch. Can y'all inform me? So like he's doing a thing and mm-hmm. it's like it pauses and like you choose it, what he it's does just, next. It's like B-roll. It doesn't pause. <laughs> so and at least in, at least in Bandersnatch, I keep almost saying Vanderpump. Vandersnatch is like is like Vanderpump after dark. It's like kind of yeah. edgy, edgy. So, so, so like so for example, like we will be with Bear when he is on, you know, the the you know, he's about to spend a freezing night out in the Himalayas. And he can either sleep inside a yak carcass or we'll choose if he makes a shelter out of an old beehive. You know, that's the kind of things. You'll get to press a button and see what happens if So if they you basically choose. just had to film all these scenarios right. numerous then, numerous uh and then you know watch. that one choice leads on to a few other choices so you could watch it i, I thought bandersnatch was interesting like I, I watched it i probably spent an hour and a half just poking around and trying different things to trying to not die honestly i mean I, that was my thing it's like back in it's, when i was a kid i'd read these choose your own adventure books and yeah. i'd always just yeah. kind of like there's always a choice and clearly one was the one to do and the other one like you flip yeah. ahead and, and the page was yeah. like Two paragraphs, and it's like, yeah, you died, you know, like, or whatever. It's pretty, so, is there going to be a go back finger. option? Like, if I chose the wrong adventure for Bear, does that mean I can go back and pick a different one? No, he's dead. Because it's Netflix. Yeah, he, he, so, he, can he, I just, like, you don't, like, lose your account on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Although, that would be a very good high stakes, uh, high stakes game. Yeah. That would be a much more high stakes TV watching if it, that's it's like Hunger Games. The last show you ever watched. You chose the wrong adventure. Yeah, for, for, every, for every wrong bear choice you make, they take away a season of The Office that you can go back and watch. It's horrible. <laughs> the stakes are high. The stakes are high. In, the, in Bandersnatch, you would eventually, like, if you, uh, you would have different, like, I guess, save points in the video game parlance, you would call them. So it ta- it wouldn't go all the way back to the beginning necessarily, but it would take you back a few options. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All yeah. right. Well, coming in at number three this week on the hot list, uh, Lollapalooza released their lineup, and Lauren Daigle is the only worship artist playing there this year. The lineup for the, fest- the festival that Jesse and I go to, I get in Tyler too, every year. I think I've been yeah. to, like, 13 of them um <laughs> maybe even use some sort of like, like box seats or something i don't know yeah. uh but for the first time in recent memory a worship artist is performing there um so well, there are several openly christian artists like nf judah and lion 21 pilots that have played over the years uh, Switchfoot, i saw a couple years ago yeah. but lauren daigle is known for both her latest crossover album look up child as well as her worship albums how can it be and behold she, we saw her on tour with Hillsong United a couple years ago as well. You've gone for 13 years because I was I've gone probably five. And yeah. I was trying to think I can't ever remember like an artist who's been like explicitly a worship artist play Lollapalooza. Well, but her current album isn't a worship album. I mean, like, you know, it, you say, well, I don't know if we could say that. Like, it's very worshipful. Like, I can listen to the lyrics and be like, wow, this is I feel like it it would kind of double dip as worship. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, look up child though. Isn't like a corporate worship song. So it's a, it's a genre blending kind of thing, yeah. you know, it doesn't yeah. meet the traditional, like, like 
you put the words on a PowerPoint screen in church. Right. Maybe yeah. in your church, you do, Bianca. I have not been to the new Because <laughs> DMX is doing the benediction. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I forget. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, we're doing things a little different. Lauren yeah, Daigle leading worship and DMX do it. Yeah, I would go to that church. Lauren Daigle yeah. leads Jack worship. Jack Shepherds comes to our church. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but Kara, I can, can you remember an artist that that you would be comparable to Lauren Daigle playing Lollapalooza in that someone who has like a background in explicitly church music? I mean, you know, she like when we saw her ironically in Chicago with Hillsong, she was actually leading worship. I can't I can't remember another artist that would play that. And that, that's not to say anything negative about the festival or the artist. It just seems like I can't. I saw I mean, you're saying church music. You mean corporate worship? Yeah, no, yeah. I can't think of anybody like that. But like people who are like explicitly Christian in their lyrics. So not like 21 Pilots is kind of like the group in the church, but yeah. like explicitly okay, Christian. And, and it's... F- Okay, if it's an explicit album, I don't think it's church music. I mean, he has how great is our he has how great is our God on the he's that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the that's the granddaddy the granddaddy yeah. of corporate I, worship music. I, Chance is a Christian. I agree. Chance makes great music. I agree. I don't think Chance makes Christian music though. Yeah. If, okay. If, if my if Nancy Huckabee if my mom listens to, to it then it's gotta be <laughs> <laughs> then it's safe for then the little ears. <laughs> if Nancy's listening, then you can that's put the, it that's on the bar. Yeah. I mean, bar. I saw I saw NF last year there. Um, you know, he's a Christian rapper. Um, yeah. And then I saw Switchfoot a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they they don't seem to discriminate. I mean, if no, it, if no, it's a yeah. breakout Christian album, they'll they'll have them. Yeah. Um, this year, Ariana Grande, Childish Gambino, Tame Impala, Casey Musgraves, Meek Mill, Janelle Monet, and Maggie Rogers are among the artists who'll be playing the festival. There's a similar lineup to uh, the Woodstock Festival yeah, that's happening Woodstock a few 50. weeks later, the 50th anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, hot list number two Lily Singh will take over for Carson Daly. Uh, this year, making her the only woman host on broadcast late night television. She's a former YouTube star and she's going to be taking over the late, late spot on NBC, retiling the show last call to a little late with little Lily Singh. In a statement, Lily, who will also executive produce the show, said, an Indian Canadian woman with her own late night show? Now that is a dream come true. I'm thrilled to bring it to life on NBC and I hope my parents consider this to be as exciting as a grandchild. <laughs> <laughs> she's, uh, she's a YouTube personality who's amassed 14 million subscribers. Uh, she's a bona fide New York Times bestselling author with her book, How to Be Boss, A Guide to Conquering Life and has even showed up in a few feature films like Bad Moms and HBO's Fahrenheit 451. Uh, she'll officially take the reins in September this year. Looking forward to it. This will be a totally different type of show. I mean, Carson was more about interviews and music discovery. Yeah. She's going comedy with it. So that'll be cool. Yeah, I'm glad. I, I, I feel like... I forget that Carson Daly is even on TV anymore. Like Carson <laughs> Daly, Daly's always TRL to me. He's always after school going on. He's, he's the host of The Voice, and he's on the Today Show. I know, I know. I, 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 I'm aware a daily, of these a daily pop radio show, national radio show like Ryan Seacrest. I, I'm aware of all these things, but in my mind, he's always the guy on MTV with Doc Martens and one painted fingernail yeah. and, yeah. you know, queuing up the Blink-182. That's always Carson <laughs> Daly. <Daily. laughs> I love it in the, the New York Times, they said that that they wanted something to kind of rival the ratings for Jimmy Fallon. And they feel like not only is she a woman, not only is she a woman of color, hey, but like she has this like comedic edge, which will hopefully kind of rival 
Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. And too, like the I, part of the reason why Jimmy Fallon is so successful is because a lot of people don't watch his show, but will watch him on YouTube Clips. the next day. Yeah. And so by by getting someone who is like a self-made YouTube superstar, I mean, it perfect. I mean, that that perfectly positions her for success in the in the landscape where people <laughs> consume media in a totally different kind of way. She potentially understands the new digital landscape better than any of the anybody else. Not like Colbert is definitely like of a different generation. Same with Fallon. She could really break like the time slot may end up working in her favor because she doesn't who cares when she airs as long as it's good stuff that can go viral the next morning. Yeah, because yep. I can't remember the last time someone shared someone sent me an email and said, hey, watch this Carson Daly clip <laughs> on YouTube. Carson. Did you see this Carson bit last night? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not throwing shade. I'm just saying this seems like a wise move on NBC's part. That's all. Yes, yes. Okay, and coming in, number one this week on the hot list, you'll finally be able to see the Mary Magdalene biopic starring Rooney Mara and Joaquin Phoenix as Jesus. The film was supposed to be released uh, on Easter of last year, but it was shelved when its studio, the Weinstein Company, collapsed following revelations about its horrible founder, Harvey Weinstein, who's now in jail. Uh, though it saw a limited international release, it's been largely delayed ever since. Uh, but it was just acquired by IFC Films, who will release it on April 12th. In addition to Mara and Phoenix, the film also stars Chiwetel Ojiofor as Peter. Man, all these names. These are difficult names, I'm just telling cast, you. Yeah, stacked cast with some, yeah. with some, with some names that are Joaquin Phoenix, Chiwetel Ojiofor, and Rooney. Rooney these are Mara. not phonetically spelled names. That's all I'm saying. Uh, that's, the casting director was like, give me the most complicated pronunciations in Hollywood and let's yeah. put them in a Jesus movie. Yeah. Uh, it's and yeah, directed from a Middle Eastern. So it seems like if you're going to play yeah, Jesus, exactly. Mary and Peter, you, but, but then, oh, oh, it's, uh, the film is directed by Garth Davis, who achieved widespread acclaim for his film lion, which was nominated for six Oscars. Uh, the movie, according to Deadline, tells the story of one of the most misunderstood women in history, alternately vilified as a sinner and canonized as a saint. The sole woman among his band of disciples, Mary defies the prejudices of her patriarchal society. It'll be interesting. It, it will be interesting. I, I, I'm a big fan. Uh, I mean, everyone in that cast, I, I've, I've liked stuff they've done. But cast. I, I think Joaquin Phoenix is a really interesting. Obviously, there is some, you know, appropriate criticism of, you know, casting another white guy as Jesus. But I do feel like as an actor, he brings some interesting stuff to the table, you know. All right. That'll do it for. I don't know. I don't know. Does it feel. I don't know. I, I feel know. like I was, it needs to be hot, I, hot, hot. I, the I other one, yeah, that, that one is my favorite. All right, sure. It's your favorite, really. So the we hot, got two. Hot, okay, hot. if we're electoral colleging this thing, Jesse's vote is hot, hot, hot. Okay, can you play Bianca, that one, one more time? For Bianca, remind me your your vote again. She was one in my four. My vote was one in four. Okay, they were very basic, but okay. I just was trying to play it safe. Yeah. Um, I I'm actually no, I'm still going for four. I'm holding it okay. down okay. for the least voted one. Yeah, <laughs> the underdog, the, yeah. the dark horse yeah. coming in. No, yeah, okay, right. Chandler, play four for me. Oh, I see. It's pleasant. Soothing. It's very pleasant. It's, it's, I mean, that's just, it just goes. It just goes. There's something very pleasant about it in the earbuds, too. It's like, uh, uh, something about that, you know. Yeah. Something about those seven nine chords, you know what I mean? And then yeah. play, play uh, Jesse's uh, showing number three. <laughs> See, that's, that, that one's that, my favorite. It's your favorite. No. It's just silly. Oh, Bianca hates it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to despise it. 
Okay, play play disdain. Bianca's for me again. I would call that again. a look of disdain for that jingle. Wait, number number four. Yeah. And then play number five for me. The number two vote getter. It's See, I like Bianca's better than that one. Yeah, that one's. Yeah. I was I trolling. Too. It was. It was literally the in case you yeah. mystic jingle. Wait, the truth. Play Bianca's for me again. Very pleasant. Mm. Like I it's said, nice. it's, it's, it's nice. It's relaxing. Relaxing. The question is at the beginning of the segment, which is very early in the show. Does it have enough energy? You know what I mean? We uh, can it, double it with the DMX prayer. That's, that, that's actually right. give the music track to, to DMX voice over it. That's there we go. It. Problem go. solved. It feels like it's the a juxtaposition. Yeah. It feels like it's a final segment in the show jingle. Not uh-huh, uh-huh. not a beginning yeah. of the show. Yeah. Can I get can, yeah. Tina? Can we get the yacht rock the yacht rock one one more time, please? It's the hottest, the hottest. I think you guys are sleeping. I think you guys are sleeping on. Right, so, here. I think what makes it porny <laughs> is is the bounce like a bounce bounce. Yeah, the riff. Yeah. If you could yeah. maybe listen, keep listen, the rest I'm gonna of solve it. this. I'm gonna solve this for us. Chandler, okay. back to the drawing board. Five new jingles by the end of the day. <laughs> I think we have a hung jury. I think okay, we have yeah. a hung jury. I think yeah. we should I have could, I could take out the guitar. And just yeah. maybe add a more yacht rocky one or something. Yeah. And somehow mm-hmm. work right. in versus a seven Jesus one. Just one line from the DMX prayer, just to get favor over this part of the podcast. It's murder. Sound <laughs> <laughs> like right. Ja Rule. <laughs> That's right. He's a lady. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything from the early 2000s. Any Ja Rule yeah. DMX, we're good. Okay. Yeah. Toss All it. right. That'll do it for the hot list. Stay tuned. Up next, Highlands Worship joins us. Listen to our next guest. The song is Who is Like the Lord? Well, this week's episode is brought to you by Quip. One of the most important things we can do for our health every day is brushing our teeth. Or if you'd ask Bianca, also taking a lot of green shots. <laughs> lots of green shots. Lots it's of important to brush your teeth, teeth after, though. Yeah, because yeah. so, yeah. yes, I got a lot of pulp in Lots of pulp. Yeah, most of us don't do it properly. Quip is a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers. Quip was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. Up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes or clean evenly, so a built-in two-minute timer pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides. And three out of four of us use bristles that are old, worn out, and ineffective. That's why brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just five bucks. You know what I, my favorite thing about Quip, though, is that because um, I've used other electric toothbrushes, is that it's like a gentle pulsing. <laughs> it's not too abrasive. I like the uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's sensitive sonic vibrations. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's what I like about it. And it looks really good, too. They, it's like the uh, Apple or Tesla of toothbrushes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's why I love Quip and why they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals uh, right now. Quip has a special deal for relevant podcast listeners. Quip starts at just 25 bucks. And if you go to getquip.com slash relevant right now, you'll get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash relevant. 
Well, Highlands Worship Collective is from Church of the Highlands in Alabama. Their latest album, Jesus, You Alone, recently debuted at number two on the iTunes Christian charts. Good for them. Jesse, you recently spoke to the band's John Larson about the inspiration for the album and some of its standout songs. Yeah. So I wanted to talk to them, you know, kind of what makes their album different and kind of stand out. And when I talked to to John, he was saying that, you know, they really wanted to make the theme very um, not inwardly. Fo- like there's a lot of worship songs, which is not necessarily a bad thing that are focused on what, you know, I and what we need and are. But they really wanted to make one that was really focused on on Jesus and really, you know, looking at how worship is an opportunity for us to become less and for us to really focus on how God can be, can be more for us. Here's what John actually had to say. Well, with the, with the song, Jesus, you alone. I mean, we, we, we honestly set out at the beginning of really last year, writing a lot of these songs, trying to discipline ourselves actually to, to, to focus in on that, um, you know, that, that theme. Cause we really, we were seeing a, a lot of, you know, we love, love the songs that are out there, uh, you know, but there was a lot of, um, I felt like there was a little bit of a lack of songs that really did just focus in on, on the nature of him, you know? Um, and so I think with this song, it's just, it just, I love it because it just talks about just what he's done, what he's done, who he is, you know? And then it goes back to just that classic kind of, you know, it's, Hey, he's, he's worthy. He's holy. You know, he it's it all the all the glory, all the honor belongs to him. And so it's true that these songs kind of kind of all grouped into that same kind of theme. And really, as we were writing, you know, the scripture, John 330 came to, you know, came to the to the forefront and just simply says that he, meaning Jesus, has to become greater and we have to become less. I thought that was a really interesting thought because there's a lot of albums that <clears throat> I feel like, you know, I've been listening to lately that talk of, that are really from the perspective of the person singing, which there's nothing wrong with, you know what I mean? Of, you know, of what God can do for us, especially in like an hour of need. But I th- felt like that was a really interesting approach. It's sort of like almost how hymns were written, you know, where th- there wasn't sort of the first person perspective, but it was really focused on on what God can do. So one of the other I wanted to talk about the song Song of My Heart, because that one was a little bit different because it did kind of come from that. You know, it was kind of a little bit of an outlier in the album because it is, you know, has the word my in the title. And so I wanted to ask him kind of about that. And what he said was really interesting was about how the song takes an approach of like an internal dialogue that we can kind of have with ourselves that can really be life affirming and something we can kind of carry into not just the worship experience, but our day to day life. And here's what uh, John had to say about that. I think for all of us, we have to have this. I love the word picture song in my heart, because I think, you know, as believers, We've got to have this like in, internal dialogue going on constantly. You know, again, I'm going back to the, you know, we're, we're in such a crazy environment in the world. 
Um, but the thing that sets us apart, you know, is that we have this internal dialogue that's going on and that, you know, and that, that there's this constant, you know, melody of God's love, this melody of God's grace going on, you know, that the, the things that we do in life, you know, that that's an external thing, but there's this internal, you know, amazing interaction going on with the Lord. And, and I think that's really kind of the theme that came out in that song. Bianca, your church, when it's not DMX delivering the benediction, what's your go-to? What's your what's the go-to worship song to like really get it going? Like if you're if you're gonna deliver like a fire sermon and you're like, okay, I gotta set the I, this is a kind of a get to know you, but what what's your go-to song? Okay, so our worship leader is this young guy, um, and he wrote a song song that's very anthemic. It's very uh, like God centered and God focused, um, but it's basically the chorus is even even if you don't, I still will remain. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's been kind of like our churches. We're five months old. We're so new to the game. Yeah. Um, so I don't. Most people aren't familiar with it. It's actually getting some radio play, which is really oh, cool. We're happy cool. for him. Um, but most people won't know that. I would say something. Um, I think it's. The second, which maybe more listeners might know, is Resurrection by Elevation. Yeah. I think that it's kind of like is a good one to go out on yeah. or at least at the end of corporate worship. Yeah. And that, and I, I actually, the, it's interesting you say that's the end because one of the questions I, uh, you know, kind of talked to John about is like, how do they end the album? And like, how do they, you know, like when they look back at what is this album as a whole, like what is the theme of the album? When someone's done listening to it, like what's the goal of it? And John's, you know, response, I think, um, I think it's a really great approach to worship music and it's really kind of creating an atmosphere and experience to kind of ready yourself to experience God. And here's what John had to say about that. You can play the last one, Chandler. You know, the, the heart for these songs is at the end of the day, you know, we, we put a lot of work into the production. We put a lot of work into it sounding good and we collected a great team, but it's true. We just... And we just, our heart is that these songs, whether they're, you know, on somebody's little playlist, you know, just randomly playing or, or whether they encounter them on a, you know, at church on a Sunday or, you know, just, just driving down the road, listening to music is that there's just a, that an experience, you know, or an atmosphere is created where people can, can experience Jesus, you know, that, that there's truth. And, um, and so that's why we, we really try to make these as singable as possible you know, as memorable as we possibly can. But, but at the end of the day, you know, we're trying to create that, that atmosphere or that experience where, you know, people just, man, they just, they get a a breath of fresh air in their life, you know, and they, and, and it's just, you know, that they're, they're just a little bit closer to the Lord. When I need that breath of fresh air, I put on the Highlands worship album and then I listen to the DMX uh, prayer and it is, it is it is a breath one is a breath of fresh air one is an icy chill that just hits me in the face and makes me want to go you know win some souls 
you know, <laughs> but uh, but no, seriously, it's a it's a great album. Like it, it, it is different from a lot of stuff that's out there. So definitely if people it, are looking was, for something we get, I mean, people know media. I mean, we get, I mean, what dozens of press releases every oh, yeah. day, if not more yeah. than that. And what this one came across my inbox and, you know, I, I hadn't heard that this album was being released and it had um, tracks, you know, to, to click and check it out. And I, and I did, and it was phenomenal. It really was a phenomenal album. And, and I forwarded it to the team. Like we, this is one that we need to get behind. It's really cool. So definitely yeah. go check it out. Uh, it's called Jesus, you alone. And it debuted at number two on the iTunes Christian charts. Well, stay tuned up next. Our friend Brian dust joins us. Look. Nosa hero, young Latino, <laughs> trying to make the best of what they give my people. <laughs> Papa was an alien, the flow illegal. <laughs> I've been at the bottom, you can't kill my ego. Brother on a pizza, we got little Caesars. We ain't had no money, we had a break even. Check the check the check the check the You're listening to What Up RG, the song is Swish. Well, like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, today is World Water Day, and we have uh, partnered with World Vision to help provide clean water for people in need. Particularly, we are participating on May 4th in the World Vision Global 6K for Water. To talk about it and some of the impact that it will create, please welcome to the show our good friend, Brian Dust. Happy World World Water Day, everybody. Is that a thing at World Vision? Do you guys send each other cards? And like, is there like a? Uh, I've encouraged people to give gifts in the form of dark chocolate, but it hasn't caught on yet. Okay, because I picture <laughs> it not being like a cake. Like everyone just gathers around like a conference table and has a tall glass of water, literally around the water cooler. Right, Uh, Brian, uh, uh, podcast listeners probably remember Brian because he is the person who very bravely took Jesse and I to Somaliland last spring. And um, we we went and saw uh, a famine firsthand and the plight of uh, millions of people in that region, uh, which is just uh, jaw-droppingly difficult uh, area. And, and we saw the impact of clean water in the area because it was completely desert-like conditions. We'd be driving mm. on, there's no roads. We'd be, we'd be just like going through this rough area in a Jeep. Jesse would be throwing up out the window. <laughs> That's right. And then we would, we would see in the distance like this huge cluster of like camels and uh, there's trees and like, wait, what's that? And then we get closer and it's a, a clean water well that yeah. that World Vision had uh, brought to the area. And we could see tangibly the impact it was having on the communities that were there. It was, it was incredible, which is why we're so excited to help support that work uh, through uh, the, the Global 6K for Water on May 4th. And this is something that you listeners need to know. World Vision is the number one provider of clean water in Africa, which was I had no clue about that. Yeah. But when you go to Africa and you see all these communities being impacted, more often than not, it's World Vision teams that are uh, putting the wells in. And it's really cool to see. So who better to partner with uh, to provide life-changing clean water than than you guys? So I just want to... We're, we're really glad you can jump on the show with us, Brian, and tell us a little bit about um, kind of the purpose behind the Global 6K and how people I'm can I'm so involved. excited... Y'all do such a great job telling the story of the work that so many different organizations are doing. And this is an opportunity for relevant podcast listeners to actually join in being a part of the solution. So right now, World Vision, every 10 seconds, 
World Vision provides clean water to a new person. And so when you sign up to run the Global 6K, you have the opportunity to be transforming one individual child's life. And that's amazing because sometimes the news is filled with all sorts of drama. This is one thing that you can do that you know will make a difference. You guys saw it with your own eyes. It's, it's amazing. One thing, Brian, that I think is really interesting, like when when I first started learning about, you know, why clean water is like such an important issue, you know, I think a lot of people kind of have like the initial preconception is like, oh, well, obviously, you know, there's health benefits to not drinking dirty water. But actually, you know, even the reason why you guys do the, the 6K distance is really interesting because once people don't have to travel these you know really far distances and put themselves in danger it can like fundamentally change communities can you talk a little bit about the idea behind the 6k but also like like i said why putting in one of these wells is so transformative camera and i could see with their own eyes it was literally an oasis in the desert where you know they were it, it allowed this family that was working on the farm to uh, you know sell fruits and vegetables and provide for their families and you know it, it wasn't just oh here's a clean water well it was really transformative Tell Talk a little bit about the the idea behind the 6K. And why yeah, that's that was an incredibly powerful day. And for folks that haven't read your article, you know, your Somaliland piece was just, it was really just so strong. Um, the thing about the 6K Thank is you. that six kilometers is about the average distance that women and girls have to walk for water in the developing world. So when you're some people walking up to two hours to get water, instead of going to school, I think about my nieces and I think, what are girls missing out on if they're not in school? If they're busy doing chores, walking long distances for water, they can't be the scientists of the future. They can't be the leaders of the future. They can't be all of the things that God wants them to be. And so when you give someone access to clean water, that's foundational. If you read through the scripture, there's so many things where they talk about clean water and living water. It's because if you don't have clean water, that's such the start. Like right now, um, a thousand children under five die every day because of dirty water, whether they get diarrhea that is life threatening, cholera, all sorts of stuff that they get from dirty water. These children are not living into the fullness of who God wants them to be. So for folks that, you know, to sign up, you know, it's $50 per person that gets clean water to one person. You actually get a race bib in the mail as a picture of that child. And that child is going to get clean water because of you. Mm. I, that's crazy. So each bib is a, is a, this bib paid for this child to get clean water. That's really cool. Yeah. Really I, cool thing. I love it. Yeah. I mean, there's so many times you can think about the fact that, you know, over 800 million people in the world don't have access to clean water. That's a huge number and it seems overwhelming. But when I think about um, my faith and I think about how to live that faith out, you know, scripture talks about to whom much is given, much is required. And for me, as someone in the U S um, I have the freedom to speak to my representatives about clean water issues, to get my church involved, to sign up myself. You don't have to go to a location. When you go to worldvision6k.org, you can literally set up to run this race on May 4th all by yourself. Update us on Instagram stories, go on Twitter, go on Facebook, tell us what you're doing. If you want to get your church involved, you live in Dallas, great, get a group. Minneapolis, great, find a group. LA, great. There are all sorts of churches doing it, but you can do it all by yourself because one person is making a difference for that child and that's amazing. 
And actually, if people... So this is the thing. We've been getting word out all day today um, through Relevance channels about this. Like, We want you to join us on May 4th. Relevant is running it, and we want you to run it or walk it too. I mean, we want you to get involved. And you can go over to worldvision6k.org, find a group in your area. And if there isn't one, you can host one. And like Brian said, it could be just you, you and some friends running around your neighborhood, just whatever you can do to raise support and 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 help these kids uh, get clean, life-changing clean water. If you want to go to one of those cities he mentioned, there's a lot of groups in those cities. If you want to come to Orlando, we're hosting one here at downtown Orlando at Relevant Headquarters. And, um, and that, team can I, can Relevant. I, can, yeah. can I say something about that real quick, Cameron? Please. please. Uh, I want to, I need to, I need to address something about this. Yeah. Because I will be down there running. Yeah. And I've, uh-huh. and it's not really fair because I've had, in addition to my natural athletic prowess, right. I've had some heads up about this. <laughs> I've been yeah. training. That's why I want to issue a challenge to any, any listener that comes to Orlando and has the audacity to try and beat me. If they beat me on May 4th during the race, which likely will not happen, <laughs> they will receive from me a hearty handshake and a selfie that is priceless because I don't do selfies. It is literally priceless. That's no, what I, I'm issuing to well, it's, 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 it's literally priceless because nobody would ever pay money for it. He will probably be doing it in rollerblades, so it's not really a fair yeah. contest. I, I'm not going to promise I won't cheat, but... You know, it's for a good cause and I'll do what I have to take. Whatever I, will it takes say, to win. I will say this about the the relevant team this morning. We were talking about it and I was like reminding everybody you need to participate. You know, like we're doing this. We believe in this and you guys need to actually go sign up. And uh, I had a few of the non runners on staff <laughs> come over and well, can I just work the table? Can I just no, you got to walk it. I mean, literally World Vision, half their literature is like grandma's pushing strollers for this thing. You're yep. fine. Just go. You don't have to run. <laughs> but it's but not- to but to be fair, let's say someone has, let's say someone is, you know, doing for some reason is, isn't available on May 4th, but maybe right. they're at a wedding or something. I'm trying to think well, of something well, that's One like of our day. own staff members, uh, sisters graduated from college that morning. She yeah. can't participate. You yeah. can still go to worldvision6k.org slash relevant and donate right there. Like yep. if you don't, if you can't join team relevant, if you can't run it that day, you can go and so, there's a button that says support and you can click support and give a donation. And that's appreciated as well because whether yeah, you're running every or not, $50. you know, whether yeah. you're running or not, every $50 provides clean water for someone. And, and so, yeah, uh, worldvision6k.org slash relevant. If you want to like come to central Florida and run with us, we're going to start here at the relevant offices. There's an urban trail right outside our door. We're going to go up. We're going to go over a big bridge. We're going to go around the lake. We're going to come back. It's going to be a great day. Lovely day. And uh, we're going to help a lot of people get clean water, which is awesome. But again, if you can't come to Orlando, uh, LA, Minneapolis, Dallas, they have a ton all over the country, all over the world. People are doing this. I think last year, almost 50,000 people participated. Yep. We have we have big, hairy, audacious goals about the number we want to see happen this year. I uh, think about all the lives impacted. Uh, world Vision is doing great work. I mean, I've for years have been um, involved with World Vision. Last year, I ran Hood to Coast to raise money for clean water through World Vision. I've gone for years to seeing the work they do with refugees and families and kids all over the world. And I stand behind them. And we're so excited to be participating in this event. We want you to join us. Go go sign up, worldvision6k.org, wherever you are. And if you want to come down to Orlando and take on Jesse. 
<laughs> worldvision6k.org slash relevant. I will say I will have a little side table where waivers will be because I'm going full <laughs> Mario Kart out there. Banana peels, I will say this. Shells. I will say this. John David was asking if he could bring one of those motorized skateboards. <laughs> and uh, hey, no rules just right. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the issue is just raising the money. You it, can, it, it's point gonna... A to point B. You know, yeah. like it's kind of whoever gets there first. It's, hey, Jesse, you know, the, the Jesse robot that we have where yes. it's remotely controlled with the Facebook thing. Well, Jess, our, our office manager, she she doesn't want to. She wants to work the table. I said, well, maybe she could join us by the Jesse robot. She could just be the robot coming with us on the path. Well, Cameron, what I like about what you're proposing is essentially a cannonball run situation where <laughs> the goal is to get to point A to point B the fastest. Yeah. Whatever means necessary. Yeah. And like you're, you're, you know, the relevant, the, the relevant race has, it has its own rules down there. It's cannonball <laughs> run status. We're hey, not going to ask questions. You but know? people are allowed to just do it in their own neighborhoods or whatever, wherever they are. And World Vision's not like releg- regulating this thing. I think we can make our own rules, Jesse. So I think we're on to something. I like the cannonball run. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> traps, booby traps, vehicles, everything. It's going to be it's yeah. Fury Road. It's going to be a Fury Road situation out there on May 4th. Listen, you're you're going to go full Mario Kart. I'm concerned about oh, yeah. the gator situation down there in Orlando. So if you could <laughs> let folks know, it will be safe. If they're with you, don't be scared. I don't know. <laughs> you're going to be okay. Brian, I, I, Brian, I refuse to guarantee anybody's safety. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yeah, if you we, were listening for the last five minutes, but <laughs> it'll be good. It's like Aslan. <laughs> he, Brian, I'm like Aslan. I'm good, but I'm not safe. Okay, that's that's, that's what I'm going to issue. to... <laughs> So wow, basically, you, you basically what you're saying <laughs> is it list. doesn't matter how you do it. Walk, run. You can have someone fireman carry you the whole way. It doesn't matter. But, you know, whatever <gasps> you're going to do Saturday, get a little cardio, help transform a child's life. That's right. It's going to be a fun time no matter where you do it. Just yeah. make sure you do it with Jesse. people you love. Have a good time. And you got, you got like a you got a month basically to get get ready for this. You know, the uh, the uh, Jesse, you should put on your fundraising page. Yeah. Like different giving milestones that like if you raise more than a thousand dollars, you will fireman carry me for the whole race or something like that. <laughs> All right. Hey, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm going to build those incentives. You people refresh my page, people. And yeah, I'll figure out a way. I'll tweet it out or something. And you can you can go and you can look at my specific page and see the milestones. What do you mean? Figure Okay, when you go to your page, you can just like share. There's a share button with a it says copy link. That's how yeah. you do it. That's how you. Yeah, spread yeah that's it. what I'm saying. I'm gonna post it oh, to, right. to Twitter or whatever, yeah. and people can uh, uh, you know read the milestones because I here's the thing, man. I believe in this cause, and people know <laughs> what I'm capable of when I believe in something. I just dropped the Narnia reference about myself. I am passionate about this, guys. You're fired. Actually, up. I really am passionate about. I mean, clean water is the number one thing. Say the stat, Brian. It's like the number one thing that. I don't know. Like no matter all the economic development, all the other development things happen. The number one thing that's necessary. That's where it starts. I mean, uh, listen, listen, if you're a little kid in the middle of nowhere and you have explosive diarrhea because you have a dirty water source, how are you supposed to do anything? How are you supposed to work your family garden? How are you supposed to go to school? How are you supposed to get to that next step that you need to go to? Like that's for real. 
like for real in yeah. the field, like that's an issue. So it's a foundational thing to make sure that you have clean water for your um, yourself, for your animals, for your crops. It really does start with clean water and everything builds on that. That's right. If you're pa- no matter what issue you're passionate about personally, you know, whether it be pro-life issues, this is a life issue, whether yeah. it be refugee issues, this is a refugee issue. No matter what sort of development thing you are passionate about, providing clean water um, globally is is uh, an amazing thing to get behind, it, an important thing to get behind. And again, World Vision, number one provider of clean water in Africa, and there's no better partner to to support right now yeah. than, uh, especially on World Water Day, than World Vision. So go over to the World Vision uh, Global 6K website at worldvision6k.org. And if you want to take on Jesse slash relevant, so there you go. Hey, Brian, thanks for joining us, man. Uh, we're looking forward to it. Thank you. All right. Okay, well, stay tuned. Up next, we'll wrap things up. We can stay at home or watch the sunset But I get up from asking all you Do you love God but find religion troublesome? If the church has you feeling like an outsider, Optimist Fits is here to change that. In his new book, Ben Corson leads a rebellion against the culture of religiosity and vanilla-flavored Christianity. Too many people die in their 20s and are buried in their 70s. And too many people exist but don't actually live. Optimist Fits makes a way for outsiders and misfits to give up on going through the motions and embrace a new approach to life by living out a courageous optimism. Your days of uninspired faith are over. Join Ben Corson and live a life as an Optimist Fit. Optimist Fits is available wherever books are sold. Listening to Wallows, the song is Are You Bored Yet? Featuring Clyro. Hopefully by this point in the show, the answer is still no. Well, this is an unusual show because we don't have feedback. We don't have Listener of the Week. Annie's out on her mental hiatus. She'll be back next week, by the way. Uh, and and we got I, I, uh, the I chance. call it a hard staycation, but we'll take mental hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> a, a mental hiatus sounds like a coma. You know, it sounds like the doctor, the doctor's coming in and he wants to break it to the family softly. Like, listen, there was an accident. Let's just say she's in a mental hiatus right oh, now. No. Like, a coma. It sounds like a coma. I didn't say it. That's what the doctor and we, said. And we got to hang out with our new friend, Bianca. This is incredible. I had so much fun. Thanks, guys. And I got to rewrite your, your bio. You are now a speaker, a church planner, aspiring matchmaker, Mexican, art history buff, passionate about prisons, founder of the nonprofit in the name of love and the author of play with fire and the upcoming, how to have your life not suck. That is a lot. You, you have a lot going on. Again, I feel I'm tired just reading that. And I'm a seven with an eight wing. I don't want this 
I don't want this to come across the wrong way, but hearing that, I get discouraged because I'm like, literally, I've done nothing with my life. Like, Bianca, Bianca no. will accomplish more this week. She'll consume more <laughs> vegetables because she's liquefying them than I will eat all year this week and accomplish more for the kingdom <laughs> this week alone than I can than I can hope to. You know, my, that is not true. My, that is not my true. gift to the kingdom is making Vanderpump podcast puns. Exactly. Yours is going exactly. into prison. So <laughs> we both, you know, one one body, many parts. I'm not embarrassed. I'm not ashamed. I contribute to. I mean, Chandler's over here making jingles, just <laughs> branding the things. Uh, Bianca's they, saving lives. I mean, it all works yeah, together. Everybody's yeah, got to do so. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's not hand, saying every, to the fan, I don't need you. Yeah, I don't need you exactly. Yeah. We're all com- we're, we all add to the body. The people are, you, the, are the face and the brain and, and the hands and the yeah. feet. <laughs> in this case, yeah. I and there's the, there's a, but there's other body Some parts. Of but there are, are the disciples that are like oh, Matthew, uh, you know, John, Mark. What's his name? That's more like me in the twelve. Like, <laughs> oh, he was he was around. I think he was doing something. They were cast. They were he was more of the fishing guy. I think he wasn't he wasn't big on you know the the you know the sermons and healings and stuff but he was you know he's all right hanging out on the boat you know I was meanwhile bianca has literally found out a way to take books and videos called breaking free into prison and they have allowed <laughs> it i don't i don't understand it but that's what she's done yeah yeah hey i want to say thanks to world vision for making the episode possible um remember the world vision global 6k for water takes place on may 4th and our whole team is running it here in Orlando, if you want to race with this, go to worldvision6k.org slash relevant to register for Team Relevant. Or you can sign up uh, and host a race or join a race in your own hometown anywhere you are. It's really easy. Go find out all the information at worldvision6k.org. Also, to, thanks to Quip for making the episode possible. Remember, Quip starts at just 25 bucks, And if you go to getquip.com slash relevant right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. I use mine every day. It's great. You should check it out. Hey, uh, and thanks to Bianca for joining us. You can follow Bianca Oltoff uh, on Twitter at Bianca Oltoff. There's a O-L... See, again, these non-phonetically spelled names on today's episode. I'm it's so O-L-T- sorry. I know. I married a German. Oltoff. There you go. And I learn more about her speaking events and everything she has going on at Bianca Oltoff. Com. Uh, hey, oh, and thanks to Highlands Worship. Go check out their new album, Jesus You Alone. It's out now. Hey, before we wrap it up, I want to tell you one thing. If you like the Relevant Podcast, help us spread the word. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review if you feel we deserve it. No, do it anyway, even if you don't feel we deserve it. <laughs> do it because Bianca did so awesome today. Don't do it for our sake. Do it because Bianca Do it because it. I have already given it a five-star rating. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Follow, she's leading by example. Exactly. And uh, and and make sure to check out our newest endeavor, Relevant Daily. It's our daily podcast, video podcast, and audio podcast. It's about ten minutes long every weekday. We bring you the stories you need to know at the intersection of faith and culture. Uh, I host it, and Tyler and Jesse join me every day, uh, bring you the latest of what we're covering here at Relevant. It's you know if you can't. Follow along and read all the articles. Here's your little 10-minute primer, your little 10-minute recap to keep you in the loop about what's going on. It's a video podcast that we push out at noon every day, noon Eastern, I should say, and uh, on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, uh, all the places. Um, And it's also an audio podcast. So while you're on Apple Podcasts giving us a five-star review, search for Relevant Daily and subscribe.
All right. Well, on that note, we'll wrap things up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Chandler Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. I'm Tyler Huckabee. And I'm Bianca Ulta. Thanks for joining us. We will see you guys on Tuesday. Have a good weekend. for listening to The Relevant Podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. Check out other shows from The Relevant Podcast Network in the podcast section at relevantmagazine.com. And while you're there, browse exclusive podcast merchandise at our online store. Make sure to subscribe to Relevant Magazine. Info is available at relevantmagazine.com forward slash subscribe. There was an accident. Let's just say she's in a mental hiatus right now. Relevant Podcast Network.